Hey, welcome back to the podcast. In today's short little episode, we're going to look at another thing about to clean house. You must first see the dirt. And the dirt we're looking for today is that dirt of selfishness, that little bit of self-centeredness that probably kind of remains in a lot of us. And Christ flipped things upside down. In Matthew 23, verse 11 and 12, that's where we find Jesus saying that the greatest among you will be servants. Now that just flips everything upside down. The idea of serving sounds degrading, and yet that, according to Jesus, is the way to success. So first, let me give you the, the general principle, and then we're going to break it down to some practical applications. I think i got three of them here. Uh, trying to put yourself up over other people, that, that gives you a lot of competition. Nobody appreciates it. This is a dog-eat-dog -dog world, whether we like that or not. That's kind of the general flavor of the world. And if you're stepping on people to climb the ladder, then I think you're safe to say that you've got about 8 billion competitors out there. But if you learn to move up the ladder through serving other people, then you have almost no competition, if any. In fact, if you really truly learn to serve other people, help enough other people get what they want, as the old saying goes, and you'll get what you want, uh, you're going to get a lot of fans, so to speak. Now, maybe not on social media, but you're going to get a lot of people looking at you with a smile, which I think really is what a whole lot of us are really after. Just the love and approval of other people and being dominant is not the way to get it. Learning to be selfless in a serving manner, that's the path. So let's get more practical. So in marriage, in marriage, not even your mate wants to be dominated and bossed around and treated like an employee. That's just not the idea of a marriage. I think some people probably got that idea, but obviously that's not the idea of a marriage. Now, I know a lot of people desire to be led, but being led is way different than being dominated. When we lead other people and we do it in the heart and attitude of Christ, that's serving. So in a man, marriage, if a man is serving his wife and doing it like the Bible says, then he's nurturing her and cherishing her as his own flesh. He is loving her as Christ loved the church. Now, ladies, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there are too many women out there that would be opposed to their mate loving them like Christ loved the church and nurturing and cherishing them. Now, it is true that some men need to be taught what that means because a lot of men are, let me just be blunt, a lot of men just don't get it. A lot of men are pretty dense. Uh, and they, they think of women in terms of their buddies, so to speak, and they haven't learned, I'll use the good old standard title, that men are from Mars and women are from Venus. We're two different Christians, you know, creatures, excuse me. Well, different Christians too, aren't we? I'll tell you, I really, I say this a lot. If you want a happy marriage and you need to get Chapman's Five Languages of Love and figure out how that plays in your marriage and learn to nurture your mate, love your mate, in a way that is nurturing and cherishing to them. So I focus on the men and I pick on the men. And I do that on purpose because God made men the leader in a marriage. And I didn't say the dominant tyrant dictator. There's two different things there. But somebody's got to be in charge. And God put man in charge. And he told man to love his wife like Christ loved the church and nurture and cherish her. And that's a whole other area of study. Now let's go to another area. Let's talk about fathers for a moment. Because a father is really, if he's doing it right, he's sacrificing for his family. That's wonderful. That's great. 
it's kind of an odd blend, and, and this holds in every leadership position because a leader is an authority, and he is a leader, and if it done right, he's a servant. Now, granted, you can have dictators out there. You can have dominant jerks, and they're authority. There ain't nobody admire them, is there? They may listen to them because they want a paycheck, but anybody, no one admires them. But when you do it right, then you have a person that's authority, he's a leader, and he is a servant all at the same time. When you learn the art of blending those three together, then a man has his greatest success in the eyes of other people, and he has his greatest satisfaction and deepest joy in the position that he's in in life. Let's talk about the workplace for just a minute. Because roles always vary in the workplace. And, of course, there's different ranks in the workplace. People have a seniority. There's the guys on the bottom of the ladder. There's the middle management. There's upper management. And in a really big business, all of that's necessary. But ultimately, everyone serves a greater cause. And that greater cause is the customer. And if there is no customer, there is no business. And if there is no business, there is no paycheck. And if there's no paycheck, then you don't get to have the fun that you enjoy having outside of the workplace. So the people that excel in the business realm are really those that learn how to serve the customer, learn how to serve in their role. And I guess we'll have to add that, that they also get a joy out of that service. They learn the Acts 20, 35 thing where Jesus said it's better to give than to receive. Well, that is such a scary concept. So for so many people, they're just like, no, I can't do that. Yes, you can. And you got to have faith. You know, Hebrews 11, 6 said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And this is one of those areas where you're going to have faith. Now, I know all of this to the American way of doing things and probably longer than just America. I know this is all counterintuitive. I get that. Christ, way back in his day, flipped the standards upside down and inside and out and had people all kinds of confused because he didn't go along with the standard model. That's because he was calling us out of the world, right? Some of you will know the idea behind the word church is that Greek word ekklesia, which means the called out. If we are called out of the world, then obviously we're not playing by the same rules of the world. We have a different standard. We have a different paradigm. So Jesus, he is the name at which every knee will bow. But he didn't come to be a dictator, and he didn't come to dominate. He came to serve. And if you want to read that in more detail, go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 11, excuse me, verse 3 through 11. So go to Philippians 2, start reading at verse 3, and you'll see how through serving and selflessness and self-sacrifice, Christ achieved his greatest good, and in that serving, he also achieved our greatest good. So while Jesus was here, and even now, he's obviously the authority. That'd be Matthew 28, 18. All authority's been given to him in heaven and earth. He is the one we lead that leads, and we take up our cross, and we follow him. And yet he's also the greatest servant ever. A little bit of a paradox? Perhaps so. But I like to advise people or warn people if you're going to get into Christianity, get used to paradox because there is a lot of paradox in the religious realm. So ask yourself, in whose eyes do you want to appear as valuable? God or man? And of course, I'm going to tell you, I want you to choose God. And you know, there's a little interesting thing here. 
if you appear valuable truly in God's eyes, I think you'll also find that you appear valuable in many, many other people's eyes also because you will be loving and nurturing and cherishing and serving all kinds of people around you. And you know what? Folks like that, don't they? Folks love being loved. Thanks for listening. I'm glad you tuned in for this short little podcast this Friday afternoon as we start wrapping up the week. If you think of somebody this may help, then share this on your social media. One of the best thank yous you can give is simply to give a comment in the comment section or to share this on your social media. And as always, I hope you have a great day.